Welcome back to another episode of Self-Care and Chill with Molly, everybody's favorite relationship podcast. You know, I don't want to toot my own horn, but if the horn is right there and it needs a little toot and you already know I'm going to do the job. I want to get to a place in a podcast where I have a horn noise. When I say that part, like, you know, I don't want to toot my own horn. I want it to be like, eh, eh, beep, beep. I want it to have like some type of effect, whereas though... It's adding like some type of razzle-dazzleness. I don't know. I'm not really sure yet how it needs to be executed. But in my mind, it's a chef's kiss when we finally get there, okay? I'm just grateful. I know we both could say the same thing. I know we both are grateful and appreciative that we can look at, look, we can look at each other. It's a video here. And I'm at my little desk in my office area in my home. And I'm happy to be here. I got me a new phone so that I can record content, so that I can make videos with the podcast and stuff. The podcast does so good that it deserves to have at least some type of video sometimes, okay? At least some of the time. The only thing is, I don't know why it's like so uncomfortable or awkward for me to be looking at y'all. So if I look over to the, I looked over to the left, had to catch my, if, listen, if I turn into tweet, just let me because this is different. It's not the same as being on Instagram or TikTok live and just talking to people is different for me. So a little recap of what's been going on with me is me just being a mom. This new mom stuff is not a joke. Having an eight month old baby and a nine year old son, like this big ass age gap that I'm just in this house, like one person is on my titty and one person is just begging for V-Bucks. And then it's a man that's in this house that loves me and like he's hungry and is he need he needs other things. Don't forget to just breathe. Like honestly, don't forget to just freaking take care of yourself. I had a rough moment the other day. The baby wouldn't go to sleep. The baby, this is not even to just go over to the left, but the baby wouldn't go to sleep. I'm trying to get her to sleep. My boobs feel super empty and she want to keep breastfeeding. I gave her the, I gave the girl some food and stuff, but she likes to breastfeed to sleep. It got to be 10 o'clock. I'm in the dark. It's 10 o'clock. I'm tired. I want to, I want to freaking reply to emails. I want to pack orders. I want to do other things. I want to do things for me. Okay. I love my kids, but I want to do things for me. So I'm breastfeeding in the dark, waiting for her to go to sleep, thinking about all the things I can do when she finally goes to sleep. Did you know that my son had the nerve to walk his little behind up in my room and ask me, can I help him with number five on his math problem? Cause he was doing his homework at 10 o'clock at night. So I don't know in this scenario, who's wrong? Am I wrong? Because he don't normally have homework. So I'm not thinking to ever ask my son like, Hey, do your homework. He does his homework whenever he randomly has it out of the whole month. He probably have it like four times, but did you walk up in here at 10 o'clock at night after you done freaking played that game today? And asked me to help with number five and what and your sister sat right up well i got this little saggy titty that's holding on for dear life that has been through every war girl i start crying i ain't crying for like it was it was dark i helped my son with the with the math problem first and then like i'm not gonna say i boohoo cry but like i just shed a tear of overwhelmness so anybody any mom or anybody that's just like damn don't forget to just breathe. Don't forget to give yourself grace and be gentle with yourself because you are human. 
like that moment like just reminded me like that I'm human and like sometimes this should be a lot and sometimes you just need to shed a thug tear and just let it out like I literally couldn't believe that like you walked up in here like that but yeah other than that that's really like the only thing that I got going on we should we still been shipping orders from Black Friday Cyber Money all of those orders are out from the softest life and from Maui the writer and we got the Philly show coming up on the 21st so I'm really excited about that I'm excited to walk into the new year and announce new dates I'm excited for new things that's coming to The Softest Life. So make sure y'all follow The Softest Life on Instagram because we got pajamas coming. We got um, slippers coming. We got a bunch of new stuff. Y'all sold us out for Black Friday. Like we barely have anything on the website. I love y'all so much. I appreciate y'all, but y'all sold our asses out, okay? And I love that for me. Today's topic is a little bit based off of a post that I made on Instagram the other day talking about do you feel like you have to tell somebody how you want to be loved, okay? Or should they just quote unquote know? So I personally feel like it's a difference from you begging and you expressing something. It's a difference from you holding somebody's hand and like really spoon feeding them and you just saying like, oh, you know, I like flowers. Or, you know, like, I like romance. And it was some people in the comments, I feel like the comments was more so 50-50. People were saying, like, I'm not expressing to a grown adult how they should do this. And other people were saying, like, yes, so many things can be solved from communication. There's nothing wrong with communicating what you like. And I feel like, is that the same mindset that some of us women have when it comes to having sex too? Like, I shouldn't be telling him what to do. He should just know. Hypothetically speaking, because I feel like I operate at a super high level of emotional intelligence and I also communicate my needs very well my expectations for my partner not in a way that I'm ever emasculating them not in a way where I'm talking down to them or being smart and even if I ever do like the get smart part I try my best like I'm not perfect I'm a work in progress I'm always trying to be gentle there are times where I get overwhelmed I get frustrated I get mad and shit don't come out the way I planned it to come out but for the most part, I want, to, I want my partner to always know and understand that I'm coming from a place of love because I love you. So ultimately, like my delivery may not always be 100, but I'm, I'm always working on it. But pay attention to the source. I love you with everything in me. I'm not coming from a place of malice because look who it's coming from. It's coming from my girl. She would do anything for me. She loves me so much. She's not saying this to be smart. She's saying this because like this is what she wants or this is what she feel like she needs from me. So with all of these different types of relationships that you've been in, with all these people that you've come across, which you, that you've come across, what would make you feel like I will be able to love you exactly the way that you want to be loved? I can love you the way I would assume somebody would want to be loved. I can love you the way I would want to be loved. I can love you the way I love the last person. But to just love you straightforward to the T, how you want to be loved, yeah. I miss Cleo. You expect me to do that. I feel like it is nothing wrong with giving a person the blueprint to certain things. If you feel like these are important when it comes to how you like to be treated in a relationship. I know when I got in a relationship, I expressed how much I love flowers. And I think I told y'all this before. My man doesn't understand the importance of flowers. He feel like the flowers die. He doesn't get it. Like he just doesn't understand the big deal. 
but it's the consideration for me. I don't even think that it has to be flowers. He could probably come in here with anything and I feel considered. I feel like, you know what? In the midst of your day, you thought of me. You thought of what can I do for her to make her feel better or to make her feel loved or to let her know that she crossed my mind. What can I do that I know is going to make her happy? In the midst of everything that you had going on, I crossed your mind and you considered me. You decided to do something to make me happy. And I prefer that to be flowers a lot of the time because I just feel like flowers are so beautiful. It's so feminine. It's so soft to me. And I just love the way they look in my kitchen. For you to feel like I'm not communicating with a grown-ass adult that is our, our big-ass ages and stuff like that, that's the problem with a lot of people, even with how they communicate with their partners. So if it's anybody listening and you've ever communicated with your partner this way, you feel like your partner shuts down a lot. When we say stuff like, as a grown-ass adult, I'm not explaining nothing to you, or as a grown-ass adult, look, you don't even know how to communicate or you can't do this. We make people feel inadequate. And not only that, but we make them feel like whatever they're trying to do is not good enough or not good enough to our standard. That also doesn't make them feel comfortable enough to ever be comfortable around us. So when you sit around and you say, like, my partner is always talking to other people about what we're going through or he does this with other people and won't do it with me or he's more vulnerable with this person, you're, you, we don't create safe space for our partners sometimes when we express our needs and we expect them to know or we expect them to be at the same level as us with a lot of the stuff. If my man is eager to learn or he wants to learn, one thing I know is I'm, I'm going to express myself. I'm going to tell you how I like to be loved. And that's that. I'm going to tell you. Especially if, for the most part, you're doing it the right way. It's different if a person is just like, they don't love you how you desire to be loved. Like, nothing about this is right. Nothing about this feels good. Nothing about this satisfies you or makes you happy. But if, you, if it's a person in your life that's actively trying to love you how you desire to be loved, and they just need a few little tweaks. What's wrong with expressing, you know what, I enjoy flowers or I enjoy romance or I enjoy something that's more intimate. What is wrong with expressing how you desire to be loved instead of just assuming that a person will be a mind reader? It's nothing wrong with giving a person a blueprint when they are eager to learn you. A person who is interested in you, a person who loves you, a person who cares about you, they want to treat you the way you desire to be treated. They want to love you in a way that you want to be loved. Now, if you catch yourself begging, if you catch yourself trying to convince a person that you deserve certain things or you should be treated a certain way, then that's different. That's just completely different. Because at this point, you don't feel like I'm worthy of doing these things for or you just don't got it in you and it's not in your character. And I'm just trying to make myself compatible with a person that don't got none of the qualities that I'm looking for. And that's a lot of people. That is a lot of people trying to make themselves compatible with somebody that they're not compatible with. They literally are water and oil. Is I don't even know if water and oil is the right thing, what I'm trying to say. Either way, it don't go together. It's not mixing the way it's supposed to mix. And people will pick, pick, pick apart a person and just always think of these different things. That if you did this, I would be happy. If you did this, I would be happy. If you did a little bit more of this, I would be satisfied or I would love you more. And, pe and a lot of people don't realize that when you don't know how to make yourself happy, it is nothing that your partner can do to make you happy. It's nothing that you can do. The happiness that you're looking for them to overcompensate and to do to fill your voids, 
is the things that you need to be doing for yourself. A lot of people do not realize that the things that they are asking their partner to do are things that they need to be doing themselves. I cannot make you love yourself more. There's nothing that you can ask me to do for you that's going to do the work that you need to do within yourself. A lot of people do not know how to make themselves happy, do not know how to make themselves feel secure, make themselves feel good. And then they overbear their partner, trying to get their partner to do all the inner work that they need to be doing for their goddamn self. Okay? I can't do none of that. I can't make you feel secure within yourself. I can make you feel secure within our relationship. And I can try to make you feel good about you, but that's some work that you need to do with yourself. I can make you happier on top of the happiness that you've created for yourself. But I should not even be the one that's in control of whether you're going to be happy or sad today. You shouldn't even give me that kind of power. I should literally be here to add value. When you look at me, as, you should be able to look at me as a source to add value to everything that you have going on. And in, in no way... Even though we might have bad days, even though we might have arguments, and no point should I be intentionally subtracting things from your life. Making you feel low, making you feel bad, making you feel sad, upset, angry. At no point in a relationship should I be intentionally subtracting. My purpose here in this relationship with you and loving you and being committed to you is to add value. And a part of me wanting to add that value is knowing how I should love you. Knowing how you need me to show up for you. That's another thing that's super important too. It is okay to express to your partner how you need them to show up for you. Instead of sitting around, a lot of people are sitting around harboring emotions and feelings and resentment towards their partners and how their partners go about things. And the only people that don't know about this is the partner. Oh, every time I cry, he just let me cry by myself. He gives me my space and I really be needing somebody to hold me or he doesn't ask me what's wrong or he doesn't try to even hold my hand or wipe my tears away. So you look, so you want to be more nurtured. Okay, I'm guess what I'm getting. I'm getting that you possibly desire something a little bit more nurturing. He may have nurturing qualities and has never been in a relationship with anybody who has required him to nurture. I shouldn't have to explain how to nurture. It should just be in you. Let me tell you something, y'all. I feel like us moms, like a lot of moms have nurturing qualities. A lot of older children have nurturing qualities. The only children or the middle children or the youngest, like they are the ones that's used to being nurtured. So they never really, people who have pets may also be like nurturing. And then you know it's people that's parents and they got pets and a whole bunch of other situations that ain't not nurturers at all. And some people don't even notice that this, this is something about them that has ever been a problem. But it's so many things that could just be solved from communication. And we just, in this generation, I feel like where nobody wants to talk. Nobody wants to have tough or uncomfortable conversations. Everybody is feeling like everybody needs to just know and they should just already know and they should just already get it and I shouldn't have to explain and if I have to explain then I don't need to be here and it's just like, oh my freaking gosh, God forbid I asked you a question. Jeez Louise, it's like, can you imagine asking somebody like well, what turns you on or like what makes you happy? And them saying, like, you don't know what make me happy by now? And it's just like, ew. Sorry I asked, stinky. Stinky-ass attitude. Sorry I even brought it up. 
Can you imagine a person like, I don't like that. Even when it comes to my birthdays and things like that, like I know that me personally, I like to buy people gifts to show them how much I know them and how much I pay attention and how much I care about them. For my birthday, like I don't really be, I micromanage people so much in my life that I don't want to be giving people the power to just play on my birthday. You get one freestyle gift. I feel like now don't be making it seem like I'm being picky and ungrateful and stuff like that because I feel like your birthday is the one time where it, you can be what you want to be. If you want to be a little ungrateful on your birthday, like and a little be a little honest, then especially if you show off for everybody else's birthdays and do your thing. But my birthday is the one day that I really don't want you freestyling, actually. I actually want you to buy me something that I would really enjoy, that I would really like. So if um, I don't care if I have to tell people or, and send people links of what to get me on my birthday. I'm not playing the game of you should know. You should know what I like. And this is something that me and my man go back and forth about all the time. For my birthday this year... And this is a prime example of people knowing you and stuff like that and you not being specific. He refuses to allow me to send him links and stuff of like things that I want, things that I like. He feels like I know you so much. Listen, don't play with me. Don't you ever send me a list to this phone. I know how to please my woman. So this year I had many, I had many different gifts from a man. Last year we went to, um, was it last year? I think it was last year that he flew me to Chicago. And Chicago literally is my favorite city. So I was so excited. Like that was something that made me, like I was crying at dinner. He had brought me like a bracelet, a wallet. He brought me this plaque that's on my wall. This is like um, best-selling author. Like he got me some sentimental stuff. But when we was at dinner and I seen that he had got me to flight to Chicago, I start crying y'all. And I know some of y'all might feel like Chicago. When I did one of my poetry tours, I have never really traveled outside of working. So all the cities that I've been to, I've had a show there. I've never like, I've been to Atlanta and stuff like that, but I've never really traveled and said like, you know what, this is where we going for the weekend. Like when I go places, it's literally to work. And you know what, 2023, I'm gonna walk into 2023 with literally like wanting to experience and travel more. Like I want that experience more. Like I wanna just get the trip and go with me and my kids and my family and stuff like that and create more memories and really like just cherish the experience that I had with being able to love the people that I love. So that gift was super nice, y'all. I'm not even gonna lie, I was crying. And not even, I'm always getting off track. The reason why I love Chicago is because when I was on doing a poetry tour, I felt like um, I stayed on the Magnificent Mile and Chicago is so is such a fashion city too. They downtown area. I stayed on the Magnificent Mile and I just walked past the water and stuff and I just kept feeling like, damn, like if I had a man, this would be so romantic. And we had a conversation like early in my relationship with him, how I told him like how I love Chicago and like how I wish that when I went, like I had met him, I would have had so much more fun. Like if me and you was together when I was went to Chicago, we would have been able to do all these different things. And we went day drinking when we was there. We went to STK. We went to Steak 48. We went day drinking. We went out to eat. We went shopping. We laid up in the hotel eating snacks, watching movies, just enjoying ourselves. We got pizza. It was just a good time. This year for um, my birthday, mind you, I had just had the baby. 
And this is the not even get off topic because y'all know I'm good for that. I'm good to freaking just straight to the left and just end up somewhere in another place. But the topic is still at hand. It's still expressing to people how you want to be loved and how you desire to be treated. This year for my birthday, um, I got sneakers. I got little headband scarves, sandals, um, a purse, a YSL bag, a bunch of different designer things. Bunch of designer things, and we went out to dinner, and it was nice because my baby was my baby is born on the twenty third. Excuse me, y'all, and my birthday is April 9th. so my baby is March twenty third, and I'm April 9th. So, like at this point, like I'm just having my baby, so I was happy to even be going out. Now about the birthday gifts, I love my birthday gifts, and me, my baby, if he was listening into the podcast today, don't make it seem like I'm being ungrateful because I'm not being ungrateful. I'm just trying to prove an example to the people. My man bought me a bunch of different things. They are all designer. They are everything that he bought me is designers that I wear, like Hermes, YSL, Louis Vuitton. All of the things are designers that I wear. But not the type, but not the items that I would normally get from that place. So I like like little Hermes bracelets. That's all I get from there is their gold bracelets. I love them. They're just so cute and like sleek to me. Like he brought me sandals from there and scarves. He walked past the bracelets that I have a bunch of different colors of to get me some sandals and a scarf from there. The YSL purse was like a dinner bag. It was super cute. The Chanel sneakers, like was everyday sneakers, but they were white and I can't even wear them like that because I don't want to get them dirty. Um, what else do you get? I do wear my dinner bag whenever we go out to dinner, but I don't really wear it that often. I didn't really get to wear the sandals that often either because they're more like a thong sandal and they hurt in between my toes. And I, the gifts were really nice, but the fact that you walked past the bracelets, even the headbands that I wear, I wear like Louis Vuitton headbands all the time. And he bought me an Hermes one. That was nice and I appreciate it. And I love you so much, babe. But I never have bought a scarf from there. So I expressed to him, like, you know what? I love, not, of course I ain't say it on my birthday though, but eventually later on down the line, I said, babe, you know, I love my gifts, but like, what made you walk past the bracelets? I was so curious. He was like, but you have so much of the bracelets, so many of the bracelets. I'm like, yes, because I like them. He's like, why would I buy you something you already have it? I said, because I like it. And, I, and in that moment, it made me realize that me loving you the way you want to be loved doesn't require me to understand it. It literally only requires me to show up. Whatever it is that satisfies you, that make you feel good, that you appreciate love, that gets you going, is really not for me to understand. Because it's not, it's not for me. My fulfillment is knowing that I'm fulfilling and satisfying you, okay? And keeping that in mind. Keeping that in mind and you know what? This is satisfying and fulfilling to my partner. I don't really know what they get out of it, but fuck it. My job here is done because I fulfilled their needs. Whether that's buying flowers or whether that's buying her a bracelet. I showed up at the capacity that she wanted me to show up for, for her. And that's all it is. And if you don't tell me how you want to be loved, and you just allow me to do it in the wrong way. And you say stuff like, I can't do this no more. 
that's really unfair because how much did you value the relationship that me and you have if you never was willing to have a conversation with me about how I'm treating you or how I'm loving you? Because I will literally just be loving you the way I love the last person if you don't say nothing or I will love you the way I would want somebody to love me. I mean, we can talk about love languages and stuff like that and you know what well, my love language is this, but like that's still like surface levels. That's still kind of surface level. Like we can talk about love languages and, I, and my partner knows that my love language is affirmations. But like, what, what you just gonna sit around giving me affirmations all day? So the, at the whole love language thing, that's still surface level. And like I've said to y'all before, we still need love languages. We need all of them at different capacities and intensities at certain parts of our lives and certain parts of the day. I need, I need every love language sometime during the week. At some point during the week, I'm gonna need every love language. This shit ain't about to be affirmations all week. This ain't going to be, I love you so much, babe. I don't want to be with nobody else besides you. You look so nice today. It ain't going to be there all week. Because some days, like, my period is on and I want somebody to hold me. I want to be the baby. <laughs> and then other times, like, I want you to cook me dinner. I want small acts of kindness. I want you to surprise me with some flowers. I want a gift. Like, you see what I'm saying? I want some affection. I want some physical touch. Smack my butt. It might not be the biggest butt in the room, but yeah. Listen, they clap just the same. Don't play. We, we need all of those things at different points of our lives. And anybody who tells you otherwise have, has not tapped into themselves enough to realize that I do need this. I might not need it often, but I do need it sometime. And that's what we talk about when... You know, it really upsets me when people say, um, well, he doesn't take me to wear, but it's okay because I'm a homebody. My love language is quality time in the house and stuff like that and being home. That bothers me bad because I feel like it's not nothing that you don't want to do with somebody that you love. So to just be allowing somebody to not treat, take you nowhere and you just not going to go nowhere talking about I'm a homebody. Yeah, that's an excuse. Because you don't think he would show up for you in that capacity anyway. So you beat him to the punch so that you don't allow yourself to be in a space where you're disappointed. That's how I feel. But I could be wrong because, look, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not a motherfucking mind reader. And that's the whole point of the goddamn podcast today is that I'm not a mind reader. And I ask the questions that need to be asked and so should you. If you feel like you want to love somebody the way they, they want to be loved and you struggling or you're not struggling or you... And, and asking questions don't mean that I'm that I need help with how to love you. I need you to spoon feed me. I can literally be just be doing a check in, like, babe, is there anything that you want me to work on? I know a lot of men desire a woman to have more deeper conversations, conversations of more substance, and some men don't be expressing that properly. It's been times where I've been in relationships and I've said, like, well, what what can I work on? I've never had a man. And believe it or not, I've never had a man say to me that we need to work on our conversations or like our our levels of intimacy because I don't feel like some people know how to articulate what they're looking for, what they want properly. But I but I know that this is something that they desire, and I could tell by the type of conversations that they would have with other people. Well, damn, like he's always having a deep conversation or a good conversation with other people, but he doesn't have these conversations with me. Maybe this is something that he craves with me too and doesn't know because like I've, I haven't made this part of me available to him 
or he doesn't know that it's there. So maybe I could start talking about things that I care about or that I'm passionate about or things with more substance. So, and then a lot of men, I feel like also desert, they desire to be not nurtured, but the same way we want to be laying there and just get kissed on and rubbed on like a freaking princess. Baby, yeah. The men want to lay there and be lazy too on a low. A lot of men are receivers. They want to be receivers. Men is just something. Some men are givers and stuff like that. But if they had to choose, they want to lay there and they want to lay there and receive. They want to they, they want to lay there and be be lazy. But one thing I know that I'm never going to be uncomfortable. I'm never going to shy away from asking my partner how they want me to treat them. How do you want me to love you today? What do you need from me this week? It actually turns me on. I feel like that's turn, that turns me on. I'm not about to say it turns me on right now. That turned me on asking my man, like, what do you need from me? That's definitely like, I, felt, I definitely feel like that does something for me. I don't know what it is, but asking my man, what does he need from me? And knowing that I'm showing up for him in that capacity makes me feel good. It makes me feel like, yeah, mm -hmm. I take care of you. Your needs are met. I love asking him, like, what do you want for dinner? What you want me to cook for you? What you, the other day I said to him, what pajamas do you want me to put on? He was like, babe, and he literally hates when I say this because, like, he don't even care about the pajamas. I'm like, what pajamas would you like for me to wear for you tonight? And he's like, babe, it don't matter. But it does matter because I want you to take them off. So which pajamas would you like for me to have on for you to take off? Because I'm being passive aggressive and I'm asking for something right now from you. And the way that I'm asking is by asking you what pajamas would you like me to have on tonight? Um, I don't even think he answered the question. So I just opted for my satin pajamas from The Softest Life. Use the code The Softest for your discount. <laughs> but yeah, let me know on Instagram or in the comments because I'm going to post this video on YouTube. How you feel about expressing your needs to your partner? Do you feel like people should be should just know? Are you willing to allow somebody to learn you and study you? Is it is it a thin line between begging and like a person just not putting in any effort? I want to know how you feel about this because I can be wrong. Let me know if you just against this. Let me know if you feel like you know what I'm 35 years old and if I gotta tell a man what to do, then he don't need to be my man. Granted, I also feel like some people literally walk into the door and they naturally compatible. That is a thing. The likeliness, I don't know how likely it is for you to walk into the door and find somebody that's completely 100% naturally compatible. But I also don't feel like there's nothing wrong with finding a person that has majority of the qualities that you're looking for. And you just need to tweak a few things. And they're willing to tweak the things for you because they love being with you too. So they have, listen... One hand washes the other, but this is just another day with me and my opinion, y'all. So let me know how you feel. Let me know if you're teaching somebody or if he don't get it, he don't get it. If he don't freaking know you by now, he ain't never, ever, ever going to know you. Thank y'all for tuning in to another great conversation with me. And thank y'all for sending those different topics in that is the reason why I be coming up with these different conversations because all of the crazy, crazy questions y'all be sending in that be having me feeling like, damn, that's a good ass question. 
So I'm going to see y'all next Sunday for another episode of Self-Care and Chill with Maui.